Capacer. Good. What do you want with me? Let me go. I want you to do this podcast. Uh, but podcasts are so boring. That's not relevant. <laughs> Neither is anything we talk about. We do it for them. You're a monster. You're sick. You need... Oh. You're a bitch. Now sit Ouch. there. You I took went it, through all this trouble to tie you far. up. You took it too far, man. That's out, dude. Come on. I'm a bitch? I'm uh, a bitch now? Yes. Yes, sir. Jesus, you are, you are crying like a bitch. You've got me tied up and, like... And you've been torturing me for weeks. So? I haven't eaten in days. Uh, and the well, last time I did eat, it was dead I mean, rats. There's, there's some uh, NECA wafers up on, on the shelf over there. I can't get to them. <laughs> ha, I guess that seems like a you problem. You've sawed uh, off my feet and bound my hands. Um, I didn't saw off your feet. I just gave you the saw and said... Same eh. difference! <laughs> uh, okay, so if you couldn't tell by the sound quality here, if there's an echo or anything like that, we are in my dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> it's normally used as a sex dungeon, but... Uh, Welcome to Scarepoint. Ladies, gentlemen, it's October. It's, it's fall. My favorite season. Fairpoint is going Halloween Scarepoint. Season. All month long, we're looking at horror icons. From? Uh, this year, it's going to be the 80s. Yeah, uh, we actually didn't intend on doing that. We just wanted to do horror icons in general. Today, we're looking at Freddy Krueger. The man, the nightmare, the legend. <laughs> yes, sure, all three of those things. <laughs> We're going to get to that in a little bit, as usual. If you don't want to hear us bullshit, just go ahead and fast forward till you hear the, uh, the I honestly topic I don't see theme. why they wouldn't want to. I know, right? Then you, why, why are we you are so interesting. podcast? Yeah. No, I mean, like, I'm a super modest guy, but we're like the most interesting people on podcasting right now. Uh, Grand Theft Auto is out. Have you played Grand Theft Auto yet, Craig? I have not played Grand Theft Auto. Uh, I should drop this note. I'm not really a fan of the franchise. Oh, I haven't played it yet either. We're just going to talk about it anyway. I, I understand why everybody likes it. It's just not really my thing. I get bored after about 30 minutes, and all I really want to do is uh, play with the cheat codes. Yeah, that's the best part. This is the first time I've ever been thoroughly interested in the story and the characters, though. Uh, I'll, I'll give it that. The commercials make it seem like there's a good story to it. Uh, and they did set a – didn't they, like – wasn't it a record uh, for opening day sales? It was like eight hundred million. Do you hear about that? Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ! I picked um, the wrong uh, industry to work in. All I had to do was be a rock star uh, video designer. Well, yeah, it's not. I don't know if it's like that simple. Like, damn, if only I put in an if application. I just make it, all. It, all it is is one little choice I make when I'm eighteen. Do you, Do you guys have any applications? Excuse one me. Choice. Applications for At employment. This is rock star video games, right? We don't. That's not how we our uh, employment uh, process works. 
well, see, what is your oh, degree, damn. sir? damn. Do you guys drug test? Yes. Yes, we do <laughs> drug test. Uh, but we will tell you when it's coming up, you know, so you can get it out of your system. You have no idea how many times people come in to my place of work and ask for applications. And then ask and if then they go, drug test. Do you guys do drug tests? Really, guy? <laughs> no, really we guy? don't. We don't need to because you just failed right there. <laughs> thank you for your application. You saved sir. us about we'll hundred bucks, so <laughs> thank you. Uh, well, Grand Theft Auto, man, I'm so excited to play this. It looks so dope. Uh, I'm sure you've heard how big it is. It's s- bigger than San Andreas, Grand Theft Auto 4, and Red Dead Redemption, all three combined. Combined? It's yes. bigger than all of them. Yes. So it's just very massive. Yes. There's three wow. different characters you can play that actually look pretty intriguing. There was a bunch of um, interesting things that happened on release night, too. Apparently, there were these three guys, these college students, that went as far as buying a former police car at a police auction. Okay. I'm, getting I'm entire outfits, now. posing as police officers, going into a mall and into a GameStop. To get themselves in before they had opened their doors for the midnight release. Right. So they bought their copy under the pretense that they were police officers, left, were so excited that they ran a few stop signs, and got pulled over by the police. (laughs) And that's when they fucking got in trouble. (laughs) Well, yeah, they're impersonating a police officer. If they had just drove home, they would have been like, dude, they would have got away with it. If they had just (laughs) stopped at the fucking stop signs. Just follow the law. Chilled the fuck out. So they pull this they they pull this rather large ruse to get their game early. Yeah. <laughs> like what? Did, how did it work? Did they go in there like, uh, "I'm a cop and uh, I need the pre-release early." So, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, like, yeah, do you want what me did to they arrest say? you now? Or I'm sure they just kind of like knocked on the door and they opened up the door because they were police officers. You know what I mean? Yeah. What are you gonna not go and be like, "We open in an hour," you know? <laughs> and then and then they were like, "Hey guys." I don't know what they said. They were like, Look, like we're, we got a busy night ahead yeah, of us. We're cops. Uh, we don't want we were, to sit in line. We were going to get in line, but there's a bank robbery going on downtown. <laughs> so, so Could we just, just get our copy yeah. now so we can go stop those robbers? Get like, it to go real People's quick. lives are in your hands. Uh, what's your – Dale? Is it Dale? Oh, <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> Al. I thought it said Dale. I'm he, sorry. He's, he's looking at a name tag that's not existent. <laughs> an invisible, yes. I was looking at an invisible name tag. And Dale what was the name. It's Al. It's Al. Oh, it I'm sorry. Al. His Visions, his lanyard like port. fell over the name tag. Yeah, just wrap it up for me, and uh, I'll get back Thanks. to my job. You're saving you lives. Know, yeah, saving I'll lives. I'll let those hostages know that da- Al, you're a stand-up guy, Al. You, sir, a true American hero. <laughs> he watches the news. There's nothing about a bank robbery. It's just, <laughs> just these three guys that dressed up as police officers. Like, to son of a bitch. Uh, also, in I think it was in France or something, some video game chain, or maybe it was just like a department store, I think it might have been a department store, was doing a uh, midnight release for Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, I, a lot of people uh, don't really think about department stores uh, when they think of you know selling video games, but they do sell them. Oh, yeah, totally. And they, were, they did this big publicity stunt for their midnight release, where they had a few employees put ski masks on and... Grab some fake guns and run in the store like they were Uh-oh. robbing the store. Uh-oh. Uh, were the security guards at least in on this? Um, or? 
probably the security guards, but the police weren't. The local police weren't. Somebody called the police. They yeah, someone yeah. called the cops and was like, "Holy shit, there's someone's an robbing the store." Yeah, there there's mad people in there and they're like holding them all up with guns. Just, they're like, "We want all the money in this Sears. We know you just sold a tractor." And a bed awning. And it was like, just as these three officers, quote unquote, were leaving the store, they're like, officer, help! Huh? Um, uh, I, I gotta go. Bake robbery oh, downtown. Bank robbery, bank robbery, no. I don't have time for this robbery. I got another robbery to get to. Good luck, guys. I'll call the cops. I mean, I'll, uh, let, I'll call the boss for you. <laughs> See ya! But yeah, the the cops, needless to say, were pretty upset. They're uh, like, uh, we could be stopping real bank robbers. Well, no, they were. They said like things could have went a lot worse. Like they, they were pissed. Like them. yeah, we could have killed these employees. Yeah. The fuck were you thinking? This is not a joke. Uh, your guns are fake, but ours are not. And that would be years of therapy that I would have to go through. I don't ever want to see this happen again. Do you understand me? He's talking to the manager's store, and he's like, yes, I do. So was that Xbox or PlayStation? Oh, PlayStation, please. There you go, sir. All right, thanks. Oh, my uh, God. DLC is on the receipt, or is it in the game? Or... <laughs> Everyone's buying this fucking game. <laughs> So the Emmys happened recently. Did they? Yeah, they did. Uh, some people noticed. I didn't. I wasn't one of those people. <laughs> well, I was watching football, and I looked ahead and was like, oh, the Emmys are on. And then when they came on, I kind of started watching reruns of The Simpsons. A wise choice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually, there were. it was weird. It was uh, an episode. One of them was an episode that I missed from last season. So <laughs> Craig's like, did you hear about the Emmys? So it was new the, to me. The Emmys happened, and... Uh, and while they happened, I was watching an episode of Simpsons. It was pretty cool because yeah, this is real. what happened in The Simpsons, and let's talk about that. Now, do you have a news story too, Nathan? <laughs> Actually, yes. While the Emmys were happening, I was, uh, you know, checking my Facebook, and uh, apparently, apparently, there's a lot of people that that are that are pissed off at Obama. There's yes. a lot. There's a lot of people that are <laughs> pissed off that they can't find a girl or a guy for them. Um, oh, oh, yeah! You're giving uh, Facebook news updates. There's a lot of people who eat food this and is take what pictures for of news it on Facebook, Instagramming. <laughs> no, this is our, so you... our news section is now just going to be our. We're going to go through our news feed <laughs> our and tell you what our friends feed. and family are up to. Uh, Jessica's, oh my God. Jessica's going to bed. Good night, names. everyone. If we li- we give fake names and we should do that sometime. No, that would be so mean. <laughs> They're most of the people that liked us. <laughs> we lose 100 <laughs> likes on our page. <laughs> Immediately. Uh, no, we're not going to do that at all. You don't know any of the results from the Emmys? Nope. I'll give you the nominees for Outstanding Emmys Drama Series. TV? Yeah. TV. Oh, I do know I do know that South Park won. Okay. Um, for Best Dramatic Series. No. <laughs> Outstanding. They won, they... What episode was it that they won it for? Um uh, the James Cameron one, Raising the oh, Bar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. I, I had that in here somewhere. I was trying to find it. Outstanding drama series. The nominees were Breaking Bad, Downton Abbey, Game of Thrones, Homeland, House of Cards, and Mad Men. Who do you think won? Breaking Bad. That is correct. They won. I I would say Game of Thrones. I was That would have been my second guess. I'm not saying that I would have voted for either of those. I'm just saying that's my guess. 
I don't really watch any of those uh, series, so I wouldn't was, feel comfortable voting for That was kind of a no-brainer. Everybody knew that was going to win. It's the final season. But, I mean, Game of Thrones had the Red Wedding. So, <laughs> and uh, round two, outstanding lead actor in a drama series. It's your favorite actor. The choices are. It's my favorite actor? Brian Cranston from Breaking Bad. Hugh Bonneville from Downton Abbey. Uh, I can already scratch that guy off. Nobody knows who he is. Downton Abbey is a huge yeah, show. Yeah. It's very popular. Is it in America, though? A lot, I think a lot of people, you know, watch it What with, like, BBC online. And, like, we have a BBC channel now, don't and we? And it is on PBS. People watch Doctor Who like it's their fucking job, dude. That's true. But, I mean, I feel like I can understand the Doctor Who, but not really, you know, like, uh, what was that show with Courtney Cox? Cougar Life or... Yeah, Cougar Land, I think. Cougar Land, you it's, know? Uh, that takes place in the same universe as Scrubs, because Ted yeah. was in that episode. Yeah. So fucking cool. Yeah. Never watched Cougar Land, but I had to watch you the did, episode with Ted. You did, because you watched that episode. I didn't watch the whole episode. I just watched the parts with Ted. But yeah, it was fucking brilliant, somebody, dude. Somebody if you're a Scrubs fan, go check it out. Yeah. Ted was in another show, and it was awesome. I am a huge fan of when you find out that franchises take place in the same universe because a character showed up or something. Yeah, there's a lot of those in places. Oh, there is. There is. You don't even know the half of it. Uh, I'll continue with with the nominees. Kevin Spacey in House of Cards, Damian Lewis from Homeland, John Hamm from Mad Men, or Jeff Daniels from The Newsroom. None of them are my favorite actors, but I assume you're talking about Jeff Daniels from the He won. He fucking won. Did are you we, kidding me? When we talked about Jeff Daniels, was that is that on iTunes or was that yes, one of that our is lost on episodes? ITunes. Okay. Was that like our first episode or something? It was one of the first ones. It was last year, right? Yeah, of course it was so, last year. So yeah, I think it's actually in, in probably the launch episode. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the newsroom. It is yeah, I don't understand it. I don't understand how people love it. I don't understand how he beat Kevin Spacey, John Hamm, or Brian Cranston. All three of them. Well, I'm sure he's he's going to win some more awards for Dumb and Dumber 2, which is being filmed right now with him and Jim Carrey. Yeah. Uh, basically, that's all I really wanted to get to. Uh, fuck the Emmys, and it's so boring. Neil Patrick Harris is cool, though. Well, while we're talking about TV, last week, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. premiered. I uh, haven't watched it yet. Me neither. Uh, I did hear about it. Fox just picked up Gotham. Excuse me? A series starring a young Jim Gordon. What? Fox has picked up a series called Gotham, which will not feature Batman. Yes! But a young Jim Gordon. That's so good to hear. Don't fuck it up, Fox. At the same time... Give it at least two seasons before you decide to cancel it prematurely. They say that... uh, you know, it's not going to feature Batman and everything, but it will feature some classic Batman villains. To which I reply, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, I don't know. Okay. Like, there can be some. I would be okay with Penguin being in it. I would be okay with Selena Kyle being in it. Not Catwoman, but pre-Catwoman Selena Kyle. Like, But, like, it doesn't make sense. Batman villains are supposed to come about after Batman. Right. But, like, the Joker shows up, Scarecrow shows up, some shit like that. It's like, what the You've fuck? You've seen that that happens? No, but I'm saying... It should? No, they said that villains are going to be in it. Classic Batman Without villains will be in Batman, it. Without Batman, though. But this is pre-Batman, so 
his, most of his villains didn't... shouldn't be around. Yeah, Batman created the Joker. Two Face happened after Batman. And... It has to happen after Batman, or else it doesn't make any sense. Right. Like, like I said, Penguin, I would be okay with. Um, Selena Kyle as just like some other character that's not Catwoman yet, I or would be okay with. No, not okay with. <laughs> so there's some some characters that I would be okay with, but. Seriously, but how established I'm, is Gordon? And then, like, yeah, so is Gordon's going to be a young Gordon. A cop? Or? So that means Jim Gordon's young. We see the Penguin. So why the fuck isn't the Penguin as old as Jim Gordon is when Batman... You know what I mean? Like, right, right. When Batman's fucking with Jim Gordon and shit. These are things uh, you have to set aside when watching this and just, like, put it out the door. No. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll just set aside the watching this if that's the route they if take. If that's the route. Well, we'll see. But I love Jim Gordon, so well, if they if, do this right, like, this could be awesome. They show the penguin, but it's the penguin as a kid. He's like a 12-year-old. Wah, 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 wah. Then it would just be <laughs> unnecessary and ridiculous. Cameo! And Jim Gordon puts a coat around his shoulders. <laughs> it's going to be okay. No, it's not. Young little cobblepot. <laughs> I, whenever I think of uh, Penguin, the first image that pops into my mind is Danny DeVito's. <laughs> <laughs> just him as a person he looks like a penguin they really didn't need much makeup on that little troll oh jeez the, the UK has gotten really strict with their internet they're trying to pass this uh, bill oh yeah all esoteric material the fuck is that shit the fuck you will fucking UK and the, the worst part about this is that there's other there's other countries that are trying to follow suit. Canada wants to join. Uh, Australia is another one that's going to be behind it. When uh, do you think the U.S. is going to be behind this? Dude, that makes me – wait, Canada wants to do that? Yeah, they're uh, in talks. Of what the to... fuck is the point, dude? That's bullshit. They say it's to keep children from stumbling upon porn. Yeah, but then, and that's then bullshit. put filters for porn. The fuck is this esoteric, esoteric. content? That means like that... all religious. Yes, dude. Anything uh, websites. like websites. Anything with violence in it, that means a lot of YouTube content is going to get blocked. Anything with bad language will now fit the bill. Dude, they could they could make that mean anything. Like, the, the wording really is That's too vague. so vague. But, like, even just taking the wording at face value, like, yes, esoteric content. So it looks like your your little Wiccan homepage is getting taken down if you're, uh, you've got one of those. You yeah, know. What, what, did the, what did the Wiccans ever do, you know, to deserve that? That, that means you're... Um, I mean, I don't agree with your views on life, but I still agree that you should be able to express them freely. That means you're your philosophy nobody. in Frank Miller's Sin City is is getting booted off the search. <laughs> it's bullshit, dude. That's total fucking bullshit. Yeah, it's Esoteric really... Content. It's really uh, have they never heard of Anonymous? Yeah, dude, I Anonymous really is going to have a field day with that shit. If anybody from Anonymous is listening... Uh, have a field day with that yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. We give you the full green light, and if we <laughs> yes, find out that you happens... You have fair point permission. <laughs> you have scare points permission, too. We, we gave you the green light. It's the, <laughs> go ahead. Up, go ahead, man. Have your way with that. Sometimes you do some douchey shit, but for the most part, you're for the better of the internet community. Yeah, stop being a douche <laughs> to the people in Anonymous that are douches. Yeah, Anonymous is... is, is uh, I, I'm okay with them so far. Yeah, Anonymous is pretty cool. I'm down with Anonymous. Wait, you're not supposed to. Well, uh, uh, we uh, strike that from the record. I guess you I can't be down can... with Anonymous if you're saying that's like saying you're punk rock. 
<laughs> it's against the rules. Also, I don't want anybody to get the impression that we might be secret members of Anonymous because we certainly are not. I uh, can't hack my way out of a paper bag. <laughs> right. <laughs> I can't you even can't edit even this edit podcast. The podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but on a serious note, if you guys want to get behind us, go Not to... us, but esoteric content in general. Did I say us? Did I say us? Oh, Apparently I did. Yeah. If yeah, even you if you're get, like, yo, fuck these guys. If you, if you agree with us and you want to say fuck this esoteric uh, banning, especially people from the UK, this is you know pertinent to you now. Go to change.org and you can sign a petition. Is that not religious persecution right there? Like, you know what I mean? Like, right there. Right there. To be like, we're not allowing that content on the internet. It's all kinds of persecutions. It is, and it's not cool. We are free, and the people okay. won't stand for it. My favorite thing just happened. And that is... Oh, wait, 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 wait. Let me guess, let me guess. Stepping out the door on a cool autumn day with your hoodie on and your iPod on. (laughs) Nope. That's pretty cool, too, but I mean... (laughs) I thought that was your favorite thing ever. Nope. Dinosaur feathers were found preserved in amber. I saw that. Awesome, though. Yeah, that is really cool. Uh, Jurassic Park, here we come. I got my pre-sale the tickets. actual feathers, right? And yes. The amber. Well, amber. pieces of feathers because the amber is small little chunks like the size of an, like the okay. size of an M&M. Little, little amber chips. So it couldn't fit a whole feather in there. That would be sweet, though, if you found a huge piece of amber with a giant feather in it. That would be pretty awesome. That w- I would wear it around my neck at all times. I would. And harness the power of the dinosaurs. You have a, this giant boa made of dinosaur feather. <laughs> Yep, boy. You would be like, that's the most rare piece of clothing in history. No one would know what it was until I told them. And they'll be like, yeah, right. That's probably like eagle feather. How many purple eagles do you know? (laughs) Actually, they were gray, black, white, and red, I think. Those Those are the colors of the dinosaurs? Yes, sir. Is it possible that it was altered by being in this amber? No, it was preserved. No, altered by the amber itself, mixing with the amber. Nope. Are you sure? That's what preserved means, Craig. All intact. But they don't know that. Maybe that's <laughs> Who what, doesn't know what that? they think. The people that are saying it's preserved. They're scientists. I'm just going to take their word for it. <laughs> this, I'm not a scientist. This is not a there's, B there's, movie. Craig, there's fact checking and there's being a scientist with a budget to set up a counter experiment <laughs> to disclaim another scientist's hypothesis. Okay. Did he do all of that? You want to fund it with our Fairpoint Profits? What Fairpoint Profits? From all the Fairpoint Pro members. Oh, yeah! Just the facts. Freddy Krueger is a widely popular horror icon played by Robert England and is the star of the horror franchise Nightmare on Elm Street. Created by Wes Craven, he has been terrorizing fans' nightmares since 1984. Wizard Magazine ranked him as the 14th greatest villain of all time, and deservedly so. Whether it's by fear or some sick admiration, it's no wonder he's earned a place in all of our hearts. Well said there, Nathan. (laughs) 
Um, as we said, he was created Freddy by Wes Craven. Fucking Kruger. Why? Why did you wait until I started talking to say that? Oh, because I had my my the mic wasn't near my face. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wes Craven named him after uh, one of his childhood bullies. Yeah, uh, was that was like Fred Krueger was a childhood bully. Yeah, one of the few inspirations. There's also... Uh, and he was like, you know what? I bet you that guy grew up to become a child molester. <laughs> and then they're like, uh, child molester's a little much. Okay, he's a child murderer. Do better. you think Wes Craven much actually... Better. Wes Craven didn't actually say that, though. <laughs> Let's just put that out there. I'm just, you know, I'm... Somewhere Fred Krueger is listening. He's like, what the fuck? I'm just a I dick. I was eight, dude. I was a dick. I'm sorry. You know what happened? Wes Craven's an asshole. You know what happened? As if it wasn't bad enough <laughs> making people fear my name. Now you're telling people I'm probably a child molester now? You know what happened? You know what happened? One day, a kid I was trying to take his lunch money from punched me in the nose. I've been straight ever since. He's like, I don't bully kids anymore. I'm straight an adult now. I bully adults. <laughs> yeah. You fucking dick. <laughs> hey, Johnson. Johnson, give me your lunch. <laughs> Noogie <laughs> Wet willy Bet you're gonna look stupid for that big meeting now <laughs> Actually there was Stories that Wes Craven Read about people Dying in their sleep Like being having saying they have terrifying nightmares And then uh, there was One specific story with a kid who it was said he had crazy nightmares and he was keeping himself awake and then when the parents finally gave him the sleeping pills and he fell asleep he died in his sleep and he was thrashing throughout the entire night what uh and he heard that story and that's how he gave the power to freddy krueger that's where he got that from that's i thought that was really cool he's also quoted as being inspired by the song Dreamweaver" by gary wright yeah <laughs> that, <laughs> that would make sense and did you ever hear that story of the freaky old hobo man that scared him as a kid? Yes. I guess he was just hanging out in his apartment with his older brother, and uh, he went and looked out the window, and there was this kind of creepy old Freddy-looking man. I think I think he said he was wearing the sweater, and he yeah. was walking down the street, and uh, he stopped. Like, he knew someone was watching him and looking at him, and then looked straight at Wes Craven, little... Nine-year-old Wes Craven. Little tiny Wes. <laughs> Lil Wes. Lil Wes. Any, any rappers looking for a name out there? We gave you your <laughs> and new your name. your name's Wesley. Lil Wes. <laughs> if your name's Wesley something. So it was this old, weird, homeless guy in a sweater, in a red and green sweater. Just, I, yeah, I guess so. I think maybe that's like the situation you described reminds me of like the first time you see Freddy Krueger in uh, the original Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to be like, you know, reminds me of my dad or something. I don't know. <laughs> it reminds me of my seventh no, birthday party. <laughs> no disrespect to Mr. Lewis. This is like a hypothetical dad. Like, not... Not real dad. Yeah, not Craig's actual dad. So he looked... Yeah, he looked out the window, saw this creepy homeless dude, and the homeless dude looked right at him when he realized someone was looking at him. And he, like... Yeah, I guess he said you. that he, like, shoved... He thrust his head forward as if to say, like, yeah, I'm looking at you, son. I got you, kid. And, uh... Got you in my and it sights. scared him, so... And then the guy, the freaky homeless man, started walking up to the front door of the apartment building, and, like, he could hear him walk in, like, down the stairs. Yeah. So he was, like, freaked out, and his brother ran into the hallway with a baseball bat, but... His uh, 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 Freddy yeah. was Freddy was gone. Proto Freddy was gone. 
Freddie was just gone, man. He's it's crazy. I always sometimes I think about that and I wonder like who was that homeless dude? Like what became of him? Is he dead now? Is he still most still likely? Alive? I mean, like, Wes Craven's like in his seventies. <laughs> yes, so. This, so he's probably this, this old homeless <laughs> this guy, dude's probably dead. This guy probably died around the time the movie was getting made. But I wonder what what's his story? You know, he was a drifter. You say that like that's like that. So there is no story. He was a drifter. Well, fuck. He probably has a I was, ton I was of story. About to, I was about to give like you know his backstories. He's a vet from Korea. Couldn't land a job uh, outside. He kept having shell shock flashbacks of the POW camps. You know, basically people didn't want him in town. So I think you're just making stuff they, up. No, they they drag. Call me a cynic. They hauled him in and they like hosed him down. And he started having flashbacks and stuff. And you know, uh, he's at the sheriff's department. And he starts beating up the sheriffs. And then, like, before you know it, he's having a standoff in an, in an old uh, closed liquor shop. Or was it an ammunition shop? I think it was an ammunition shop. And his colonel finally came and talked him down. So this was – and this was all, like, right before Wes – so he was understandably agitated when Wes Craven saw <laughs> right. him walking down the right, street. Right, right, right. You know, he went, to, he went to, you know, a special army, army jail. He went to special army jail, and then he got out, and, you know, there's Wes Craven's little punk looking at him in the window. He's like, hey, what are you looking at? I see you, Charlie. Yeah, I'm ugly. You would be, too. You've seen the things that I've seen. So, yeah, those are the foundations of Freddy right there. Uh, there's one more. Did you uh, hear his inspiration behind the claw? Maybe. Uh, it's nothing special. It's actually extremely terrifying. He watched his his cat. Which claw is it, Craig? <laughs> it's extremely terrifying. He watched his cat claw the side of his couch one night, and that's where he got the idea for it. Oh, okay. So yeah, I mean, depends. He, he probably owned a leather couch. So depends on if you're allergic to cats. Whether how how terrifying this story really is. It depends how attached to your furniture you are. <laughs> <laughs> so Nathan, originally in the script, uh. Wes Craven had it set that he was a child molester, but because there was a rash of child molestation cases going on at the time, they didn't want to, you know, seem like that. Like they were exploiting it. Yeah, like they were exploiting it, so uh, they switched it to just a child murderer, and they thought that would be better, apparently. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And then a bunch of children got killed. (laughs) And then they're like, fuck, cancel the show. Just can we just make him a friendly babysitter? Then they just made him into just kind of a dick, and yeah, they're he's like, just "Kind of a he doesn't actually hurt anybody. He's just kind of a asshole. a grouchy asshole, yeah, <laughs> like, who invades your dreams and is just really passive aggressive." <laughs> the guy goes. The guy goes to throw something away in a garbage can, and he misses. And he's like, "Ha ha! Nice shot. No wonder why you don't play basketball." Clearly, those dreams aren't going anywhere, pal. And then there is a story about a serial asshole. <laughs> just played just, on people's yeah, insecurities in their dreams. Just going around doing that, so they, didn't, they wanted to scrap that. And they're like, um, maybe he could just be uh, the kid's bus driver. And he's just a, you know, happy, friendly man. They did kind of make him a child molester in the newer one, though. I really got that vibe. In, that, uh, in the remake? In the remake, yeah. Yeah, I feel like they just took that and they felt like they could go to that again. Because he, he was a child molester and not a murderer. Mm-hmm. He was a murderer when he was a dead guy. I don't really want to talk about the remake, but that was one of the one things I liked about it, that he was a molester instead of, uh, like they Not that he was a molester. <laughs> That's one of the one things I liked about it, the, the elements of you know, <laughs> child abuse. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. But that they decided to go with 
Well, yeah, uh, it makes for a stronger villain. Yeah, exactly. Somebody that you could hate more. Yeah, and is scary and uncomfortable and But then give him sympathy by going through his backstory and, and like, make it think that he was framed. Okay, no, 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 we're not doing this. Also, you know, Wes Craven didn't really expect the movie to make much money. So, you know, when they got finished, they scrapped everything and whatnot. And when they decided they were going to make a sequel, turned out they had to do a completely new sculpt for Freddy because they didn't have the original. Oh, no shit. Yeah, they didn't have the original makeup and mask, so they had to make a new one for Freddy's Revenge. And uh, about the actual creation of his face, you know, being burnt like that and the way it looks, uh, did you know that the guy that created it got the inspiration when he was just playing around with a cheese pizza, uh, pepperoni pizza? And he was <laughs> oh, literally yeah. just rearranging the cheese and pepperoni on it, and he was like, fuck, that's awesome. That's going to be his face. Cool. I like that. <laughs> yeah, right? Nice little anecdote to, to send you off. He made a little uh, Pizza Head face. So originally, oh, Freddy no! Krueger was supposed to look like Pizza Head and Steve. And Steve. <laughs> he had a pizza cutter instead of a claw. Welcome <laughs> my world, bitch! <laughs> oh no! Your mouth says no, no, no! But my tongue says yes, yes, yes! <laughs> Alright, so let's get into this biography. Frederick Charles Kruger was born on November 12th, 1938, to Amanda Kruger, who was a nun that worked up at uh, the Weston Hills Mental the, Hospital. The asylum, yeah. Yeah. One fateful, fateful night, she... Uh, was she... it Christmas? Or was it around Christmas or something? I don't remember. I didn't see anything about that. I feel like it was Christmas. She was up there for we Christmas. Just... Yep, Christmas holiday. There we go. Uh, she wasn't just forcibly raped... She was gang raped by like a hundred maniacs of the asylum. So yeah, not just random maniacs that like broke into the asylum. Yeah, and were <laughs> of course. Like, you guys got any nuns? She's it's going on, and she's just like, I really wish I didn't. I said no to working this vacation. Yeah, let's not like crack jokes about a woman getting gang raped. A fake woman, though. It doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, can we crack <laughs> jokes about the demon seed inside her belly? See, that's interesting. Okay, so Freddy, there's no way that Freddy Krueger was actually spawned from a hundred different dudes. That's not how, well, like, no, reproduction was, works. Just, yeah, obviously he's just one lucky guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the maniacs, but a maniac nonetheless. Yes, a maniac nonetheless. His blood was bound to be evil. Was it, though? Freddy was just a normal guy, right? Yeah, well, he was a creep. But there wasn't, but there, yeah, he wasn't normal by any stretch of the He was a child murderer, so he wasn't. But you know what I mean? Like, there wasn't actually anything mythically special about him before he died. Oh, no, he was just a human. Yeah. I mean, and even when they bring him. He wasn't, like, destined to be or anything. He was born to this nun and given up for adoption. And he was adopted by an abusive alcoholic named Mr. Underwood. It's just, like, his life just keeps getting shittier and shittier. Why do they, like, like, don't they, they don't, like,. Well, I guess this was, like, in the 40s or 50s. I was going to say they don't do, like, but evaluations why didn't of the she parents. Keep, yeah, why didn't she keep uh, her kid? Right? It was a nun. She's like, if anybody can raise this child to be an okay thing, it's me. Well, she was probably broken mentally and I guess. emotionally and physically scarred. Unfit. She was unfit to be a parent because of uh, what had happened to her. I can't, I can't imagine my psyche would so. be very intact if I was gang raped by 100 maniacs. And just then, like, even just even just a hundred like rationally tempered men, <laughs> I, I still think it would break yes, me. Was, how unlucky do you have to be for one hundred ira- rationally tempered <laughs> men to decide to rape someone? <laughs> Again, no more rape jokes. Okay, skipping through. 
I'm sure the sight of the baby didn't like make her forget that this horrible thing happened. Yeah, to her. yeah, she couldn't separate that from the event. I'm sure. So. Well, luckily, this adoption agency paired him up with a guy that was willing to teach him how to torture thing. animals and, yeah. uh, you know, like drink and well, beat the shit out of him. I don't know if he so much taught him how to torture animals, but he was the kind of guy to fall asleep in his chair with his uh, Zippo next to him and uh, his hunting catalog next to that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure he found his way to find, trap some squirrels and stuff and then light them on fire. I'm sure he did. Which, as we all know, leads to... Do you think he children? cracked little jokes, too? <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, you're looking hot. Roasting your nuts on an open fire. Ha cha 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 That's not <laughs> Freddy. Yeah, <laughs> making little little uh, cheap shots at the squirrels, little puns and shit. He only has one. <laughs> Roasting your nuts on an open fire. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's why he hasn't moved on from squirrels yet. He hasn't come up with any good one-liners. Yeah, he knows that he's just a witty man. Freddie just had a notebook from, like, junior high, and he'd just write his, like, witty one-liners. Like, if I ever kill somebody with a power glove, <laughs> this is what I'm going to say. He, like, he traps a fox, and he's like, you're in my world now, bitch. <laughs> so, naturally, his abusive father was the first human being he had ever murdered. Yes. Okay. And, that makes uh, sense. Kill your abusive dad. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. It's a, it's a basic trope. And then, you know, as he got older, he, you know, he had a conscience. He, he was trying to live a normal life. He didn't want to kill people. He did want to, but you know what I mean? He didn't actually want to. Like, he knew that was wrong, and he tried to live a normal life. And he married a woman named Loretta, and uh, they eventually had a daughter named Catherine. Uh, so, yeah, after he had his little family, he was trying to live a normal life, but that, that doesn't work. Anybody who's watched Dexter knows you can't become normal if you're a serial killer. The Dexter writers say it. It must be true. Yeah, so nature won out, and uh, he went on a little 20-person rampage of child killings on Elm Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It must have been Elm Street. Well, it wasn't right? like one night. Like, a rampage <laughs> makes it seem like he was just a like, murderous fuck rampage. kids. Just ran around the town just <laughs> killing children. No, he did it sneakily. Why is no one stopping me? No, this all happened in the span of three years, between 1963 and 1966. Yeah, he would uh, drive an ice cream truck and lure them in and then kidnap and murder them. That's perfect alibi. Who wants some ice cream? Uh, Yeah, of course, he was referred to as the Springwood Slasher in the media. Yep. That was, of course, the town where he lived and was was murdering. Yeah, Springwood and... uh, did he? He didn't live on Elm Street. Did he live on Elm Street? Yeah. I, I, this seems like a big street with that uh, was, twenty children on that it. That was the main, the house where Nancy lived in the first movie. That is, was his house. Yeah. So eventually, he got tired of just killing children, and he decided to kill his wife. Well, she discovered what he was doing. So he had. She had to be stopped. Obviously. So he. I'm about to say he had no choice, but of course he had a choice. I don't condone killing your wife or anyone well, for that yeah, matter. Well, yeah, he could have turned himself in, Nathan. But he definitely this had a choice. Was not happening. He was like, I'm going to continue to do's what I do's. Say he killed his wife right in front of his daughter, Catherine. And, what a dick. Uh, of what course, a dick. It's kind of odd that a child killer at that didn't think to then kill the witness to that murder. Right. And just let her live, and she was like, I'm going to the cops. He was like, oh, okay, honey, just be home by dinner. <laughs> she went to the cops. And then and like, they oh, came and arrested him. I didn't think she was serious. Of course... <clears throat> 
As most of us know, he was released on a technicality and uh, was not acquitted. And that's why the justice system doesn't work here in America. And the parents of Elm Street banded together, hunted him down, and burned him alive in 1971. style justice. And that's the end of the Freddy Krueger story. He was no more. Uh, it's a pretty, it's a pretty creepy, disturbing story. You yeah, know? he's one of the world's most terrifying serial killers, and, uh, and I'm just glad he's gone. So honestly, the world's a better place. <laughs> so this has been Scarepoint. <laughs> See you guys next week. <laughs> Bye. No, uh, there's actually a lot more. That's just the end of the first chapter in his life and afterlife. As Freddy's burning alive, in his dying moments, the dream demons come to him. They offer this dying man immortality in exchange for being their agent. So, Which promptly, is what they do. Like, they recruit all sorts of awful people and right. give them powers and immortality. And Yeah, they're dream demons, so I guess they give all of them the ability to, like, break down the walls between dreams and reality. Yeah. Why haven't so. we seen anyone else? Like, why just Freddy? Freddy's the only good candidate maybe like they've been around for like thousands of years so it's not like they there's like hundreds of people walking around with this ability like there have been maybe other people throughout history but it's just one at a time yeah i mean a year for them is probably like a day you know what i mean for us so it's like so somebody finally overcomes that dream demon and not even necessarily that but it's like to them like the fact that it's been 30 years and they haven't picked a new one is nothing you know they've been around for eons right right They've been around like, since the yeah, beginning we'll get of time. around. We'll make some more soon. Since sure. the beginning of humanity. Uh, but so, you know, they, they give him this choice and promptly he decides to repent and try to make it to heaven and rejects their offer. The end. No, this guy's a douchebag. Of course he accepted their offer. <laughs> He's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I get to keep killing people. And I have powers. And no law can, uh, there's no law that I must respect. I shall reach you. Yeah, so he lives in the dream realm. And he made a promise to take vengeance on all the children of the people that killed him. Oh, yeah, that was like a personal vendetta. Yeah, personal vendetta. Uh, and get them where they can't save them. But before that, he actually, uh, his, his first act of business was returning and haunting his arresting officer. Um, oh, yeah? Lieutenant Tim Blocker. I thought you were going to say Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> no, not why. Lieutenant Dan. We're... we're we're mixing universes it here was again. Jim Gordon. So Forrest Gump happened around the same time as a Springwood slasher? <laughs> <laughs> so he kills his arresting officer when he's uh, put to sleep at his dentist's office. What happened to the dentist? Makes you wonder. Oh, well, yeah, he's now Freddy Krueger. Use the sleeping yeah, gas. Yeah, yeah, he didn't yeah. do shit about the dentist. Oh, yeah, exactly. He did it in his dreams. Did it in the dreams. And then he also uh, terrorized Blocker's family. Um, he also went after a girl that stood him up for prom in high school. Well, I mean, you got to get the important stuff taken care of first. Yeah, he was like, I'll get to these kids from Elm Street. Let them grow up You a said bit. I was a weirdo because I killed little small animals. That is not a valid reason to not go to prom with someone. <laughs> so do you think, like, Doesn't in, mean her I'm dream, not cool. in her dream, he had, like, a prom set up? You know, and they were like, he was like, I'm your date now, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, we would know if we watched Freddy's Nightmares, but... I haven't, so I don't. Yeah, uh, was that the 80s show? Was it the 80s or was it the 90s? Could be the 90s. I don't remember. Uh, the cheap, the early cheesy 90s. anthology series that he hosted? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, most of them didn't have anything to do with Freddy, but there were, he would just host the show and host these scary stories. But there were a few, right. 
like three of them or so that were actual Freddy stories. And then there was the Saturday morning cartoon series too, which if you take <laughs> just, that into account, like think about it, Freddy Krueger had a Saturday morning cartoon series. No, he didn't. I'm just making <laughs> shit up. <laughs> I, I will like it's at that point that I'd be like, okay, kid and play is is acceptable. <laughs> they had a Tales from the Crypt cartoon series. I knew that. Yeah, that was still weird. Childish Tales from the Crypt versions. Can you imagine what, like, a 90s Nightmare on Elm Street cartoon would have been? Oh, my God. <laughs> like, early 90s. That would have been so bad. Yeah, for real. I gotta help you get out of the dream world, kid. I'm deciding <laughs> to not kill anymore. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like Beetlejuice, yeah. But, with Fred- yeah, but you know what? Beetlejuice... <laughs> Freddy's are... Nancy's friend, suddenly. Beetlejuice wasn't quite as psychotic murderer as Freddy, so... Not quite as, but Beetlejuice was a pretty fucked up antagonist who probably was willing to kill them. Definitely wasn't Lydia's friend. Wanted to marry Lydia against her will. Well, was that in the cartoon, though? No, that was in the movie. In the the cartoon, he was was. a friend. He was not a good guy, if you get my drift here. Well, anyway, we're not talking about Beetlejuice. Talking about Freddy. Uh, The cartoon was That would be a cool crossover. Holy shit, dude. Beetlejuice for Freddy. Michael Keaton and Robert England both reprising those roles, dude, for like. Dude, give us a short film, anything. That'd be dope. A commercial, yo. Does a it, Super Bowl commercial. Does it end that with, shit would be so dope. Does it end with Freddy saying Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice and banishing him? Uh, I guess that would be too easy. Yeah. But he's already in the dream world, so it's like, can't banish me from here. <laughs> I can't do <laughs> Beetlejuice. But... <laughs> that was a spot on Keaton. <laughs> Jesus, man. Well, as you said, Freddy eventually turned his sights on the children of the parents that burned him alive. Because, uh, you know, he didn't. He, he's already completed the important steps of his list. He's like, next stop, the mailman. Next stop, all the children of the people that burned me. Yeah, he, he killed off most of them. Uh, there was one girl, Nancy Thompson, that seemed to be a persistent thorn in his side in a Ooh, few occasions. Ooh, that Nancy. Um, there were different occasions where uh, teens were able to survive or uh, momentarily defeat him. Right, but to get fucked up again. Even to this day, I mean, he right. He was sent to hell. He was killed, sent to hell. But so long as people still remember him and are afraid of him, he that's where he he's able to, his power. yeah, introduce himself back into the dreams. Himself into mythology, and then he's got a new kids to slaughter. Which is why, for a while, they were suppressing him by keeping the teens on a drug called hypnosil. Hypnosil, a dream for suppressant, for a while. Finally, he gets, uh, finds his daughter, and you know he's haunting her and everything. And she gets the best of him and finally banishes him for good. And it's just fitting. You know, she sent him to jail, almost. And then uh, she finally killed him off as a, as a dream monster. But you'd think, you'd think Freddy would stop there, but you'd be wrong. Yeah, definitely didn't put a stop to him. Uh, he, was just, uh... he just became forgotten. And Freddy had a sneaky plan of continuing his terror to make people remember him again. He got inside the dreams of one Jason Voorhees, uh, the historic killer at Camp Crystal Lake, who was finally put to rest once and for all. He was creepy. He got into the dream of him, pretended to be his mother, and told him to go to Elm Street and start killing in hopes that, you know... totally manipulated him. In hopes that his name would be brought back up and then he could get his power back. People would see the killings on Elm Street and, and start talking about Freddy, Freddy again. Yeah. And uh, I, you know what, I think... 
it was working. Dude, Freddy vs. Jason is one of my favorite movies from really? both franchises. Really? I fucking love it. A lot of people I, argue with me about that, but... I wouldn't say favorite, but I do really enjoy it. I think it was a good movie for what it was. It was a fun slasher. I thought it was exactly what it should and be. The cinematography together, was great. It know, respected it, both the characters and the mythology. Yeah, it didn't... So many people... really didn't like, make the you feel stupid. The complaints they level against it are like, it wasn't scary. Well, no shit, it wasn't scary. Dude, what do you expect? Yeah, like, we're watching Freddy ver- versus Jason. If you were to Jason. watch the original Nightmare on Elm Streets or the original Friday the 13th as an adult, you wouldn't be scared either. And, but regardless, th- this isn't a movie that's aiming to be scary. No, it's, it's about it's, Freddy Krueger fighting Jason Voorhees. It's yeah, just it's aiming to be cool aiming in a scary way. It's you know, scary fans. Yes. Exactly. That's all they want is a bunch service. of nerdgasms. Fan service. And I thought it did great. I love the cinematography in the movie. I think it was awesome. Uh, and uh, I also think it's great that uh, Freddy won. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Did he now? Well, yeah. I seem to remember it differently. Uh, Jason was coming out of the lake carrying Freddy's head as in triumphant. And Freddy winks at the camera. So? He doesn't have a body anymore. <laughs> That's another thing. So many people are like, Jason won. He was carrying Freddy's head. And I'm like, first of all, no. If Freddy winks, that, that means the, the most basis of interpretation should be that it's not over. That and Freddy, that at the very it least, it's a draw. Freddy's but beyond that, think about this for a second. Freddy's severed head winks. That means Jason isn't carrying anybody's severed head out of the water. It's a fucking dream. Freddy's severed head can't wink in the real world. Ah, oh, you so dumb still shits! In the, still in the so real world. Fuck you, world. Friday the Thirteenth fans. Not all of you. Just the ones that tell me that Jason beat Freddy. So okay, I propose a new theory. Both of them die. It's a draw, and then they wake up in their in their nightmare dreams. You know, their dead dreams. It was intended to be a draw, but as far as yeah. I see it, Freddy's got Jason in a dream. There, sure, it's not over. He obviously didn't kill Jason if he's in a dream, but like. I, I believe in the draw because he does wink and it isn't a dream, but there's no body. Yeah, but the, but Freddy, it doesn't matter if there's a body. Freddy can be whatever he wants in a dream. Oh, he's posh. tricking Jason into dreaming that he's carrying because that he won. You always dream about your own insecurities and your own crises. Right, like being in the water and fighting a dream demon. I'm sure Jason, if he was going to dream after that, would probably have a dream about Freddy. True. <laughs> Regardless of whether Freddy could invade your dreams. Okay, so... I'm sure Freddy versus Jason was a very stressful time for both of them. It was, it was probably a very sp- stressful time in their lives. I'm sure it was. They, they, were, they were going through some shit. Yeah, under a, <laughs> under a lot of pressure and... So, just, uh, just to be clear, I will say that I'm in, a, I'm in the draw camp, uh, realistically, about the who was the victor. But I understand the uh, Freddy claims. Okay. So... Yes, because once you take into account that he can't wink in real life... Yeah, it all goes out the window. Yeah, Jason's in a dream. That's best case scenario. Exactly. If anybody doesn't know that owns the Freddy vs. Jason DVD, on the second disc, uh, there's a little Easter egg with an alternate unmade ending. Oh, Uh, is this with the storyboards and stuff? Yeah. And the director talking about it and stuff? Yeah, uh, if you pop in the second disc, go to deleted and alternate scenes... Then click the arrow up. You should see a blood spot that, you know, highlights there. And if you click that, an alternate ending starts 
where at Camp Crystal Lake it turns into a hand and takes both of them to hell. Yeah, which I thought was pretty stupid. Yep. Why I would I would have been pretty pissed watching this movie well, if suddenly a giant hand came mostly, out of Camp Crystal Lake and dragged them both to hell. I'd be like, what the fuck kind of an ending is that? We're they're just ripping off Jason goes to hell at that point, but it doesn't make sense because it was Freddy's claw that was grabbing Jason's mask. Yeah, under but the then dirt. but then when they go to hell, the the idea was that the Cenobites from uh, Hellraiser, Hellraiser were going to be there. Yep, and that's where, where they were going to have uh, Freddy versus Jason versus Hellraiser. But the actual proposed sequel was uh, Freddy versus Jason versus Ash. Yes. And so, so what that, is that actually did happen. After that, the In comic book, the form, three of right? those squared off. Yes, they 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 did a comic, and then they did another sequel comic to it. And then, not long after those few showdowns with Jason and uh, Ash from the Evil Dead series, Freddy noticed that there was someone else stealing souls. I guess, I, I imagine when... What, what, what? Yeah, they must have uh, stolen some from Elm Street, and Freddy got pissed. That's my soul. Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, that's my gig. What are you doing there? He, of course, takes the souls of his victims, and it makes him more powerful. Freddy was a little pissed, investigated that, found out it was the Emperor of Outworld, Shao Kahn. And, uh... Oh, no way! And then he was brought into the realm to fight in the World Combat Tournament. Well, yeah, he, well, he set out to invade Shao Kahn's dreams. So he showed up in one of Shao Kahn's nightmares, and Shao Kahn was not having any of that oh, shit. Like, and his will was way um, too strong, and he just grabbed Freddy and pulled him out into the real world and beated the ever-loving hell out of him. Freddy was like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize you were so much more powerful Error than I. Error in judgment. Ooh, I have about, like, 500 souls. You have, like, 3 million. <laughs> he didn't kill Freddy, though, and Freddy kind of pulled himself together and... Uh, fitted himself with two quote-unquote demonically enhanced razor gloves. Oh, now he just doesn't have the one glove. He's got two. Yeah, and they're demonically enhanced. So he's like a nightmare version of Vega from Street Fighter. He could do all sorts of crazy shit, like magic with him and shit. And uh, that's so he could defeat Shao Kahn. And then uh, this was, of course, in Mortal Kombat, the new game where you can play Freddy. And I think yep. what happened was they fucked up and did him with two gloves. And then we're like, oh, shit, well, well, he needed two gloves. <laughs> Problem solved. Problem solved. Let's pat each other on the back and go get a pint down at Hooligans. So um, if you defeat Shao Kahn and save the Earth Realm, incidentally, as Freddy, you are sent back to the Dream Realm by Nightwolf, you know, the Native American shaman in Mortal Kombat? Yeah. And he's sort of recognized Kruger as an evil spirit and... Sends him back to the dream world, and Freddy's happy because that's all he wanted to be yeah, with. Yeah, he's content being back there. No. Yeah. I, well, I got to say, I got the Mortal Kombat uh, game before it came out with a complete edition that had a Freddy Krueger included in it. Uh, I had a code for a free download that I didn't get on and expired before I got a chance to, to play, get around playing the game and putting the code in. Well, that sucks. And I was like, you know what? I'm not paying 10 bucks just to get Freddy Krueger as a playable character. It's cool, like but most I'm, fighting games. I'm glad in the old. end he got what he wanted to just, you know, go back to the dream world. And uh, that's kind of where we leave Freddy, I guess. Um, I think it's interesting, too. In the movie Bride of Chucky, there is an evidence locker room that has uh, contains Chucky, uh, Leatherface's chainsaw, Michael Myers' mask, Jason Voorhees' mask, and Freddy's glove. And uh, uh, You think that's just the movie trying being ballsy and reaching to try to put everything in the same universe sure we can say this we are the worst of all these franchises 
So we're just going to group us just, all together. I think it was just an inside joke thing. Yeah. And then, Chucky's um, full of them. But you know me. I, I'm uh, pop culture obsessive, and uh, to me that means – nope. That means they're in the same universe. <laughs> they all live there together. His uh, Freddy's glove is – Freddy's glove also appears in the cabin in Evil Dead. Yeah, yeah. So that makes sense for why you know Freddy versus Jason versus Ash exists. And so it looks like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Halloween, Friday the Thirteenth, Evil Dead, Child's Play, and Child's Play, and Mortal Kombat all and, take place. No, no. And then the uh, then you got to the further the second degree of Nightmare on Elm Street because huh, the DC universe is in the same realm as is in this kids. Uh, or no, wait, that was a different universe. Yeah, there were different universes. Yeah, they, they, they jumped. The universe jumped. Never mind, carry on. If you take into account that in the comics, Evil Dead, Army of Darkness, has crossed over with, like, Reanimator, Marvel Zombies, Darkman, Xena Warrior Princess. Interesting. Um, Danger That's... Girl. And I think now they're doing Hack Slash is crossing over with Army of Darkness, so. Wow. Well, yeah, because I guess Army of Darkness got a lot of crossovers. Now, I haven't even taken into account any everything that all those things have crossed over with. Yeah, exactly. There's, it's like the seven degrees of Nightmare on Elm Street. But in remembering this awful, awful man, my favorite and most memorable kill from him would be, do you remember much from Dream Warriors, uh, Nightmare 3? Yeah. Was it the, the marionette one? Yes, yes. Fred, uh, Freddy Krueger is the puppet master, and the boy has no control. And, like, in reality, he's just walking like, like nothing but in the dream, you know. Like, it just tears his, like, tendons arteries. out, you know. And he's just, like, like looks like he's strung up like a marionette puppet. Yeah, that one's pretty disturbing and fucked up. And, yeah, yeah that one's definitely one he of just, his like, best kills. He just, like, walks off the top of the building, the roof. That's crazy, man. <laughs> just, just crazy. In the same movie, my favorite one-liner from Freddy... Which is a lot of people's favorite one-liner. Uh, the girl that likes to watch TV just goes, "Welcome to prime time, bitch," <laughs> and just like shoves uh, her face into the TV. Yeah, that one's really great too. Yeah, she's just was, hanging from was, the TV. That was super crazy. So honorable mention of that. I guess on the lighter side of Freddy, there's uh, some cool parodies. You know how we're always making fun of that Carly Rae Jepsen song and parodying that that "Call Me Maybe" bullshit. You mean we did one joke about it last week? Yeah, well, I mean, you did it so much, I felt like uh, we've been doing it for years now. <laughs> um, no, there, somebody came up with a uh, parody called Maul Me Freddy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Carly Rae Jepsen wanted to be mauled by Freddy? No, it, I guess the song is basically about Freddy being uh, outdated, out of shape, and uh, he's not the old killer he used oh, okay. to be, and he wants him back. But, you know, just like, Linus, like, you're such a threat, dude. That Elm Street's shady. Each time kids slumber, you'll maul them, Freddy. I, it's could go probably on. better it, to just watch it. Yeah. Oh, I would assume. You, you could go on and go on. It's actually a really long song, and a lot of it doesn't work well, but some of it's pretty funny. I like Nightmare on My Street by Fresh Prince. Ah, yes. Yes. Classic. And that actually had Robert England in it. Yep, in the video. Or no, that one didn't have Robert England in it. No. Um, the one that had Robert England in it was the Fat Boys. I think it was called Get Ready for Freddy or something, and Freddy actually spit a verse. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and uh, that was actually Robert did, England. He did show up in uh, the Dream Warriors music video. Dream Warriors! Yeah, like, and he, he wakes up, and uh, it's Freddy waking up, and he's like, who are those guys? And he's, like, cuddling <laughs> with a little doll, yeah. Yeah, 
<laughs> what a nightmare. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe tonight you'll be gone. Another good one that's actually, I think, off a lot of people's radars, a newer Freddy Love Ballad by Price Writer Inferno, uh, which would be... Probably the only Freddy Love Ballad. <laughs> yeah, it's called uh, Elm Street Lover Boy. Yes, uh, as you said, by the Price Fighter Inferno. Fucking awesome. Yeah, uh, which, if people don't know who Price Fighter Inferno is, it's Claudio Sanchez from uh, Coed and Cambria. Yes. That's his side project, is Price Fighter Inferno. And, and that is, is an such a cool song. song. It has it's such, very like, poppy. Pop, it's electronica pop. Uh, and it's awesome. It's, good. it's like it's a love song, how... but it's also it's two layers. And yeah. one layer it's about Freddy, and another layer it's a love song. Right. Like, and who would have thought to ever pair that? <laughs> you know, like, I'll tell you who: Claudio Sanchez. This kid's got something going on here. You know, like he drops lines like, "I'm your boyfriend now." Answer the phone, Nancy. You know, like it's pretty. It's pretty yeah, awesome. Yeah. It is. It's good. Plays it like a loner creep. That's just like he mentions wanting her. mentions uh, Springwood High. Yep. It's pretty and great. You should check out the song. I was gonna say even if you don't like Nightmare on Elm Street, but it's why? Still a good song. If if you can listen to an hour and a half long podcast <laughs> about Nightmare on Elm Street, you can listen to a fucking three minute song about it too. Yeah. Why not? Just add that to to your YouTube queue. Also on your YouTube queue, hopefully the Fairpoint Podcast YouTube channel. Um, it's there hasn't been activity there in a long time. We're busy fucking people. It's it's hard work getting this done. Um, it's it's not hard work. It just takes up a lot of time. Right. Yeah. So we haven't had any YouTube clips up. Still, we'd love it if Go you want to uh, subscribe. Go check out the ones that are up and, uh, if you yeah. haven't, you know, if you haven't already. And definitely there will fun. be more. There will be more. Uh, we apologize for the quality of the episode. Uh, it, it's not quite up to par with most of the other episodes. Quality yeah. will be kind of going back and forth, I guess, like it has or done the last 23 episodes. Yeah. But, uh, We're sometimes not in the secret room is what he's getting at. Yeah, like I, like I said last week, I moved recently, and it's a lot easier if we can record here sometimes. That keeps us from having to skip a week. Be happy with what you get. It's a yeah. free podcast. Take you ungrateful it, bastards. Jerks. I'm not you. Not oh, you, of oh, course. And, uh, I'm talking to the other after, listeners. After you have just taken what we've given you, uh, go and follow us on Twitter, please, because I honestly don't know if I'm tweeting to anyone. <laughs> we have one follower. And so. I, yeah, and I want to be tweeting. <laughs> so, well, I don't really want to be tweeting, but I'm doing it for you, so. <laughs> we do this for you. <laughs> please this follow is the thanks us. we get. Give us some good hashtags to, to use <laughs> so more people can see my tweets. <laughs> I'm shameless about it. Uh, if you don't use Twitter, totally understandable. Neither do we. Fuck Twitter. <laughs> well, I mean, I kind of have to, but we're, we're, we're trying to cover all our bases on the social media scissors. Facebook, however, is popping. Check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash fairpointpodcast. See, we're still winning this like war here. Yeah, we, we still try to keep that updated daily. Uh, if not daily... You still get a few updates a week, yep. um, even if it's just pictures. Which, honestly, I mean, the pictures are good. Yeah. I, I, sometimes I prefer that over rants. Not rants, but <laughs> you know what I mean. And get the scoop on your upcoming episodes early. Yeah, absolutely. Why wouldn't you want to know what, what we're, what's leaking? <laughs> well, <laughs> I can think of a few reasons to not want to know what's leaking. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I'm not talking about having the drips or anything. Please, if you're listening to us on iTunes... We could really use the ratings, the reviews, 
That shit's gold, son. Uh, Give us your honest opinion. We're not just going to tell you to give us five stars, but that'd be pretty cool. Like if you if you give us five stars, we want to earn those five stars. Yeah, tell us tell us what we need to do to earn that five star rating. Share it with us on iTunes. Share it with us on Facebook. Email us at fairpointpodcast at oh, yahoo.com. Yeah. You can even keep an eye on secretroommultimedia.com. There's nothing there yet, but it's it's Still in coming? the works. It's coming. That's going to be the home base. For all things uh, Fairpoint, Secret Room, Scarepoint. There's more. And more. Trust me, there will be more. It's it's an entertainment and information multimedia empire. In the I like works. that. I like that term, empire. For Scarepoint. I'm Nathan Kapiser. And I'm still the Crypt Keeper, Craig Lewis. Thanks for listening. Hey, hey, how did you untie those chains? Plasmic Phantasm. The Ghost of Belushi. The Spectre of Sedgwick. Slimer. Slimer.